Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. It's me, Doug. If you'd like to check out our podcast episodes live, head on over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash lowercase c slash mindgappodcast for the live stream there. We'd love to interact with you during the show. While you're there, it would mean the world to us if you would hit the like and subscribe button. This little act helps us grow and we'd appreciate your contribution. If you're still in the giving mood, head over to wherever you're listening to this podcast and give it a rating and a review. If you like a particular episode, video, or bit, share it around with your friends. Who knows? You may help another mind gapper find their way into our loving embrace. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash mindgappodcast. Your subscription will give you access to early content, exclusive videos, special Discord privileges, and more. All right, that's enough for me. On with the show. Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And once again, thrilled you're here. Oh. Thrilled you are here with us, hanging out, being cool, getting ready to have your mind blown. And who knows? Maybe get a little bit of goosebumps. Little goosey bumps. Little goosey bumps, right? Little, little uh, what's the other word for goosebumps? Some people, Goose flesh. Uh, goose flesh. I've heard goose pimples. I, mm. yeah. yeah i've heard i don't understand no it's goosebumps i yeah. who says otherwise is just wrong uh yeah and goose flesh just people. sounds like you're a witch making you know a, a witch's brew right to the, or, give me the goose flesh <laughs> and the toad's eye or you're at a medieval cookout and you're like save me some goose flesh yeah right and saveth then, me some flesh of goose goose pimples just makes it seem like a horrible breakout and you're gonna pop right. every single one of those pimples just pop, it's like pop, monkey pop, pop. Pox. Goose AIDS. There we go, Seth. Thank you. There you go. All right. <laughs> the old goose AIDS. Yeah. The horrible uh, epidemic in the goose community. It's like, oh, everyone, stop. What is it? I just got goose AIDS. I'm terrified. Everyone, stop fucking geese. No, it's just, it's stop. those things that I got down the back of my spine. Goose AIDS. You're like, what? What? You I mean, goosebumps? No, goose AIDS. Oh. I wish they were goosebumps. Yeah, it's way worse. I wish. At least there's there's a topical salve you can put on goosebumps. You're watching goose Stranger Things. You're like, Will, man, did you see those goose aids? Just he gets them all the time. <laughs> Poor bastard. <laughs> An interesting start to the show. It is, guys. We're uh, we're gonna have fun. We're gonna have fun. We're there. Lots to talk about. Probably won't get to all of it. That's fine. We'll just put it on paper, save it for later. Anyone who knows what that's from, bonus points. Anyway, let's talk about housekeeping. Shut up, Justin. Let's talk about housekeeping. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) First of all, I want to say thank you to each and every person who has subscribed to us because we finally hit the 200 subscriber mark. Seriously, thank you. It's awesome. It's been just an unofficial milestone. It's a round number. You know, we were looking forward to hitting it and we finally did. So thank you to everyone. 
with two goose eggs behind it. That's right. <laughs> goose eggs. Eggs. Filled, filled I said with, eggs. Filled with who knows what. Who knows? Um, but we appreciate that. We appreciate the support. We appreciate the likes, the comments, all that sort of stuff. It, it means the world. Thank you, Noah. Happy to Hundo. GG. Um, yeah, and again, if, if you'd like to support us, just you know, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash mindgappodcast. Hit the subscribe button. If you're watching our stuff there, hit the like button. It, it's free, and it, it helps us so much. And, and drop a comment down in the comment section. Help with the algorithm. Just tell us something that you like, something that we said that was stupid, whatever, like uh, the engagement. That means a lot to us. We appreciate you. Um, and if you'd like to support us in other ways with the imparted money, you can check us out at patreon.com slash mindgappodcast. You can subscribe there. Or you can check out our merch at redbubble.com. Just type in Mind Gap Podcast in the search bar and find yourself something great. And if you are a Patreon subscriber, you could be one of the cool people. You subscribe that we get to call out your name. People like Tom McIntyre, mm-hmm. Richie Armour, mm-hmm. Zinni, Slotty Barfast, and of mm-hmm. course, Almighty Crit. So mm-hmm. thank you to all of you wonderful supporters. And if you'd like to get to know the community more and hang out with us, uh, head down to the description down below on the YouTube channel. You'll find a link to our Discord where you can come in there and hang out, chat with us, get to know us, get to talk with us. We're setting up game nights, uh, which is pretty exciting. You know, we got some fun stuff coming down the pipeline. And uh, don't forget that we live stream these podcasts on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Central. And I also host a video game live stream on Saturdays at 8 p.m. Central. This Saturday, July 30th, is going to be another round of Ultimate Chicken Horse. My favorite game. Which is was horrible the first time for me better the second time and i'm actually looking forward to it on the third time essentially you get to build your own nightmare platform course and if you everyone gets through no one gets any points if no one gets through no one gets any points you got to find that perfect balance if it's difficult enough that one or two people can get through uh and just you know but easy enough that it's not impossible so why was it so bad for you the first time I, i suck at those games I'm no good, and they stress me out, and people get to swap in and out, but I can't. I have to stay in there for the full stream because I'm the one hosting it. So it was pretty brutal for me being like, "Ah!" but I actually, it's it's been a lot of fun. And, you know, playing with cool people like Noah and Tint, Slotty, Eric, and whoever else, you know, shows up, it's always a treat because there's always someone that does something real crazy. Someone will put some horror. We're like, oh, this is too easy. Let's see how hard we can make it. I'm like, please don't do that. And then it just turns into a shit show. So, see, this feels like a game that I would really like to get down on. Oh, some- you, this would be a classic Justin just, you know, has fun ruining the world, you know? Like, just a, a Justin fuck around? Yeah. Classic I, Justin fuck around. I'd argue that. Noah, I would, that would be just wonderful. Noah is really good at it. So is Alpaca. Like, the, the Noah is a, a very good platformer. So much respect to him. He's uh, consistently pretty good at that game. So uh, it's pretty wild. Well, again, when, once I build out that, uh, that editing PC, that also may serve as a gaming PC. Uh, you know, things, uh, things might change. So, uh, yeah, everyone, man. Keep them fingers crossed that I get a house so I can get that PC. I'm telling you, like, when we can find... Because there's certain games, obviously, I'm like, that's not going to be for Justin. But there will be other games where I'm like, we should get Justin involved with this because I think sure. he's really, really, really going to enjoy it. So uh, I think it'll be right up your alley. Um, up your alley. Hey, you better watch it. Kiss your mother with that mouth on the lips. Hmm? Hmm? I'm just hmm? saying. Hmm? I'm just saying. Aya Sauron right there. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's watching all the time. Always watching. You always know when he's angry. Yep. He lets he just lets the world know. He says, "You should." <laughs> I this <laughs> once. It's so, it's so forceful. It's so, it's so forceful. It's like the thing is like we've all we've all done them too. That's the thing. Yep. You know we what? Have. I want to digress for a second here. I want to talk about farts. I want to talk about something we never talked about before. Doug, please. I feel like we've kept it pretty uh, classy the last few weeks. So I, th- I feel like we need we need a, a segment <laughs> where Doug and Justin talk farts. Listen. Jill and I eat pretty much the same food, but she doesn't fart like I do. Why? Why is That's that? That's a great question. Why? That I just, I just like, uh, just, I mean, I don't get it. I mean, our diets are very, very similar. And yet still, like, she doesn't even remotely have the amount of gas that I do. It's, it's brutal. Do you think it's because, I mean, she doesn't work out nearly as much as you, right? No. So do you think it's that? Like, do you think your system is pushing things through? I think it's just because I'm a dude. Like, I've never... I mean, Jill and I talked about that on a walk one day where I was just like, why is it Why is it that I fart way more than you? And she's like, I don't know. I go, have you ever known a woman... about on walks? Hey, we have a lot of cool talks on walks. <laughs> oh, wait, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Does she eat the same snacks that you do? No. Bingo. And you eat a lot of protein-based snacks. I do. I think that's it. Well, here's the thing. I've also always farted this way. So, I mean. Yes, but prior to these protein-based snacks, you ate like dog shit. It's true. I really did. Not, you didn't eat dog shit. I want no. to be very clear about that. You but yeah, there's, there, it was understood why I had just massive amounts of regular <gasps> diarrhea and yeah, why like my farts were brutal. It's like, oh yeah, I just ate <laughs> an entire pan of macaroni and cheese. Like, of course, it's not going to, my body's going to be like, we got to... <laughs> We've got a problem. We got an emergency vent. Let's do this. Poo, poo. Like get it out of here. I just ate all the dairy. Yeah, I ate all the dairy and all the carbs. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> let it loose. Seth goes. I think it's gut chemistry. I think you're right. My gut chemistry is a lot different than hers for sure. So, <laughs> hey, thanks for sticking with us for 200 subs. This is what you get when this you is, when you. We've been doing this for seven years, folks. We're not. That's right, and we're man. Not running out of steam. Oh, Jill. Hey, welcome to the chat, Jill. On Doug's health journey, farts are the same. Poop consistency has improved. That is true. That is true. Thank you, Jill. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here. You um, heard it here. <laughs> it's true, Jill. Thanks for your support. Thanks for putting up with me. It's you know we've been married. I'd like to see if Jill can weigh in on this. On what? In My farts? Chat. Yeah. No. Just why you fart more than she does. I think it's just because I'm a dude. I think that's what it is. I asked her on a walk. I said, hey, have you ever met a, a female that farts as much as I do? She's like, no. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Like, there's just no way. It's just, it doesn't happen. So, because also like the, the the ferocity at which it happens too is something that I don't think, you know, I've seen TikToks of, of ladies letting them loose, you know, and the guys being like, oh. So I'm like, all right, they do exist out there, but. You know. So you're talking about when you say ferocity, like it's just like the intensity that it comes firing out. Pick one of those farts on the sound, fart soundboard, Justin. I want to do a Doug fart. You can't prove that's me, but yeah, I mean, it's labeled Doug fart. I can prove that. You can label whatever you want, whatever you want. This one's labeled <laughs> machine. <laughs> I 
<laughs> I don't know why that one got me. That's like I was not expecting it, and it's that's for some reason. <laughs> Machines always get you. I don't know. It's a good one. It's just such a weird like quote out of context. Right. <laughs> the way that Lawrence Fishburne delivers it too is just so machines. Yeah. That, that's thanks for the update and the diary of the wimpy bowel. You're welcome, Tint. <laughs> I'd say this is a powerful bowel, sir. Powerful. <laughs> All right. So first thing on our list for farts. this week, which I think is which is farts, and we've covered that in great detail. I think we just should just jump right into it because this was like yeah. the talk of the town over the weekend was the San Diego Comic Con. Like that it was, was definitely the talk of the town called San Diego. Yeah, it was uh, wild and crazy. And um, I got to say, it was kind of nice because I feel like the last couple of years, obviously with the pandemic, either it was just straight up canceled or I didn't feel like a whole ton of news came out of there. Maybe I just don't remember. It could be any yeah. one of those things. Who knows? Well, this is the first year that they held it back, like f- full force back in person. I think. Gotcha. So that's, this was a... I was talking to Drew and he said that I was like, how is it bonkers down there? And he goes, no, but it will be because this is the fir- like first time in two or three years that they're, I guess two years that they're having it back full open live in person. And so I think people were, were just nerds were itching to get back in there. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, people were definitely ready to make it happen. And um, I'm glad. And it seems like a lot of entertainment industry was, you know, ready to rock and roll with it, too. Like they brought they brought the thunder. I was just going to say they brought the thunder. Absolutely. Shazam. Because I think um, all the Marvel updates seemed pretty like extensive. Like, here's our three year plan. Here's our four year plan. And I was like, oh, it's kind of weird. We're just now hearing about most of this, you know. I have a theory. It's an unfounded theory, but I have a theory that because it after they ended phase three and they went into what they're calling phase four, it didn't feel like there was a direction. And I'm wondering if they truly were still trying to figure out. It doesn't seem like Marvel. Like, I feel like they plan way ahead, but it just felt like as we went through this phase, everything that they've been releasing. Sure, some of it was interconnected and it harkened back to previous movies and stuff, but it just didn't feel like they had a solidified direction that they were going. I'm wondering if they were delayed on that, and now they have that, and they rolled it out. Well, it seems like a lot of what we've seen so far from this has been exploratory. Like, we're getting introduced to... Some of it's like, hey, what's going on with the new Captain America? Some of it's like, you know, hey, we're laying the groundwork for one of the big bads, you know, Kang the Conqueror and Loki. Some of it is um, introducing ourselves to brand new characters and and things of that nature, like Miss Marvel. Um, so a lot of it has been very introductory, exploratory, which I think for me has been a bit of a drag. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's be honest; it's hard to go from Endgame, you know, yeah. into and it, there's no disrespect, but it's hard to go from that to Miss Marvel, you know, or uh, you know, or or one of those shows where you're like. Even Hawkeye. Hawkeye, yeah, absolutely. Like, like, even some of the more established characters, it was hard to like those. Like we had talked about, like those were Hawkeye was okay. Mm-hmm. It was know, fine. But it didn't when you come off of something like Endgame, that's just you shot your shot in that one. 
Yeah, I think this a lot. A lot of everything so far that I've seen has been okay. I think obviously the strongest has been Spider Man No Way Home. That one phenomenal, like yeah, amazing. Balls. Which reminds me, um, we watched that for family movie night last Friday, and you know this is like the second time I think we've watched it as a family. And at the end credits, there's you know Venom. Second time we've watched this one. Mm-hmm. No way home. Okay. Yeah, as a family, all all, yeah. all of us. And so I think it's the second time Natalie's watched it. So. Um, we, uh, you know, we got to the end credit sequence and, you know, she sees, you know, Tom Hardy's Venom and she has no context for who he is or what he is or what he's doing there. And so, like, I'm trying to explain to her, like, what that voice is and what the black goo is. She's like, what is that? I was like, oh, that's actually an alien, like, life form. It's like a parasite that, you know, attaches itself. A symbiote, a symbiote if you will. Um, and... You know, she's like, oh, I go, yeah, actually, he has his own movie. She's like, really? She's, I was like, do you want to see the, the teaser for it? And I show the teaser. She's like, I want to watch that. I'm like, you do? I'm like, no. she was, that's an intense teaser trailer. She was like, I want to watch it. I was like, are you sure? She's like, yeah. And uh, there's nowhere to stream it. So uh, I refused to buy it. So oh, we, rightfully so. The next night on Saturday, we rented it. And we watched it, and she thoroughly enjoyed it. And I got to say, upon rewatching it, not as bad as I remember, but still a mess. But I think I, what I said before still stands. There's a good movie in there somewhere. Right. And Tom Hardy, God bless him. It's like no one told him that he was in a bad movie. He just put that movie on his back, and he's like, follow me, gang. We're all in on this. And he just you know, forges... God bless Tom Hardy. He gives his all, no matter what the project is. Yeah, he he sits he 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 goes hard. He yeah, goes hard. Yeah. So she she thoroughly enjoyed that, um, and then we started watching the Amazing Spider Man, which is the Andrew Garfield uh, yeah. Spider Man. So Let that was me, kind of fun. Have any problems with Venom? I mean, because I know there are some. There are I. I would say if if and I know nothing of kids, but I would say for a seven year old, there are some very intense scenes in that movie. Um. Yeah, I think when she when you first see Venom in the reflection of a, a car window, yeah. she got a little spooked by that, and there were some things. It's funny because she was laughing at weird times, because the voice caught her off guard, and she found it very silly, like the voice and what it was saying. But there were times <laughs> where she was getting kind of spooked. I'm like, this is not the time to get spooked. Like right. that'll come in a few minutes. Like, <laughs> um, well, so. hold it together. Hold yeah. it together, Matt. Yeah. So uh, she she enjoyed it though she she didn't get too scared but there was a couple times where she's like I'm I'm scared but I'm gonna be brave I'm like all right or just come snuggle next to me and we'll be fine like we'll we'll she's get through it trooper, man. yeah she's the best she's hilarious That's completely side note you said you rented that I have found a weird it's a, just a psychological thing with myself and it's it's again makes no sense because <laughs> I used to go I had no trouble going to Family Video and renting a movie or renting a couple movies for the weekend. When it comes to renting movies on like Apple TV or streaming service, I have such pause in doing that. Do you feel the same? And I, I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, why do I have trouble spending three to five dollars here when I had no trouble going and spending five dollars to rent a movie at Family Video back in the day? It's a great question. This is the first movie I've ever rented. I've never is rented it? a movie before. Um, and I have the same thing as I have zero interest in renting movies. Like, I, I mean, I know Apple does like 99 cent rentals. And I think there's some, there's some situations now that I think about it that I would love to, I would probably take advantage of that. Okay. Um, because there's some movies I want to check out, but I don't know if I want to buy them. 
Sure. Um, because they, you know, like every week, you know, Apple Movies has just tons of shit on sale, and there's some movies I see and I'm like, I really want to watch that, but I don't, I don't feel comfortable buying it because I just don't know if I want that yeah. in my collection. So I think I take advantage of that there. But I think that the other issue is that there's so much available to stream that you've Definitely. already paid for that yeah. to me, it seems like, wait, you're asking me to spend an entire, almost a month of a, or a third of a subscription on one movie right. when I can just go through and find something else to watch that's included somewhere. Like, ah, I don't know. But it's in this situation, it's like, now he really wants to watch it. I'm like, I'm not fucking buying this movie. Um, right. But well, I will pay five bucks and we can watch it. That's fine. You know, Sony, specifically with the Spider-Man and Venom franchises, has been notoriously weird about like they don't let it on any streaming service. I think I think stars is the only one it's on. And who the fuck has a subscription to stars? Yeah, nobody. You know, it's so. Yeah, I mean, you're you're forced to rent that. But I think you're right in that. Maybe that is what it is, is because we've been conditioned to just have literally hundreds of thousands of titles at our fingertips for like what what is appears to us to be free because yeah. we're paying for a monthly subscription and we we don't have to go in and click a i agree to this you just go in you're like it's there exactly so i think it's i think it has changed the psychologically changed the way that people consume because i mean yeah again i had no problem with two, three movies a weekend, and I would spend 15, 10, 15 bucks. You yeah. Know, it was nothing. And back yes. then, it's like a lot of people didn't necessarily have HBO or Showtime or no. anything like that. Oh, God, so yeah. the only way to really see this stuff, you know, especially like after it hit the theaters and you're like, oh, sweet, it's available at Blockbuster or whatever. You can go and watch that movie. That 90-day window. Yeah. Exactly. That just came out, you know. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Anyway, but back so to Marvel. Marvel released their slate of films and series, and it is daunting, to say the least. Um, uh, I don't want to read them all word by word, but um, is there anything that stood out to you that you like are excited about? Well, I, what I found interesting was that this this three part phase is known as the multiverse saga. So we had the Infinity Saga was one, two, and three. Four, five, and six is going to be the multiverse saga. Obviously, there's no surprise there because <clears throat> we've been teeing up the multiverse for a while now. So, um, things that I'm excited for, um, I am, I'm excited for Guardians three. Yes, uh, just because I feel like they they haven't missed one and two were for me were were hits. I liked them a lot. Uh, so I, I think three is I'm assuming is going to follow suit. Uh, Black Panther, and Oof. honestly, I'm very very excited to see what Mahershala Ali does with Blade. Same, I'm, I'm very interested on that one. Real quick, like the Black Panther teaser was yeah. holy shit! Like that's I got how you do a teaser, I got man. Aids at the end of that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got, I see, I don't know if that was actually in the episode or was that pre-roll? I, I think, I think, I think if, it, look, if you're listening to this and that doesn't make sense, go to YouTube and watch the whole stream. Watch the live stream. It'll make, it'll make sense. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I got, yeah, I got goosebumps at the end of that one. Like as soon as that was done, I'm like, oh shit, this, yeah, this could be fun. Yeah. It was nice to get that feeling again of like, oh man, like I can't yeah, wait till yeah. that. And then the thing is like, I watched the teaser. I don't want to see anything else. I'm good. I need yeah. no other trailers. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm sold. I'm there. Like, yeah. see you in November. Beth said to me after we watched it, she goes, "I I don't know 
what it's about though. And I'm like, that's what excites me is like, it just, it gave me enough to give me the goosebumps. And then it, I, and I know that we've got an introduction to two new characters, Namor and Ironheart. And mm-hmm. now I'm like, cool. So we're introducing two new people. I have no idea who's playing the actual Black Panther, who's picking that mantle up. Uh, you know, we see that there's some big conflicts. The queen is, she got her back against the wall. Like there's, there's a lot, you can tell the tensions there. Who fucking knows? Great use else. of music. Excellent oh use of music. God. Yes. On the polar opposite end of things, uh, terrible use of music, in my opinion, was the Dungeons and Dragons trailer. Um, I hated the song that they used. It was too contemporary for what they were doing. What was the? Was it? It wasn't. Was it Led Zeppelin? Probably. I don't know that era of music too well. I watched it, and I, I just, I guess, I didn't clock what what song they used. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, whole lot of love by Led Zeppelin. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like it didn't fit at all. I understand they're trying to go for like a silly tone, you know, sort of situation. But I was like, you could have done original soundtrack or found something else that would have, I think, fit way better than that. I just it to me it clashed way too much with it, and I don't know for some reason I can handle. If done well, you know, contemporary music with, you know, juxtaposed with sort of like a fantasy setting. But I, it just it, it was a big turnoff for me. When Thor used Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what it was. I was yeah, the uh, immigrant song. Yes, immigrant song like that. That was used very well. And because thematically Hammer of the Gods, like it, it the, the lyrics fit with what, what, what was being said. Yeah. Uh, and it was it was just done really well. Uh, but yeah, with this. I kind of I messaged you and Seth as soon as I watched that, and I said because I, I'm still a, a extreme noob when it comes to D and D, and I messaged you guys and I was like, "Is this good? Because I don't know. Like, I need I need uh, I need two people who know D and D to weigh in on this. Should I like this or should I not like this?" And you guys go, "It could go either way, really." Yeah, I mean, it's mess. I, I gotta I say, the nerds, of course, did not disappoint in being pissed off about something. And let me break it down for you, Justin. Let me break oh, it down. Please, so there's a moment. Thing? There was one thing in particular that like sort of like stood out to everyone. And this is classic nerds and specifically D&D nerds. Uh, there's been some great jokes about it, too, because in okay. Dungeons and Dragons, like you only have a certain amount of like spell slots. Like there's only a certain amount of spells you can cast a day. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. what's going to be great is when they use their last spell slot and then they can't use spells anymore because they have to wait and take a long rest. Like just, you know, stupid shit like that, which was pretty yeah. funny. But the big contention that rose out of that was there's a druid in there. Uh, it's it's the redhead who is also an it. Yeah. So uh, yeah. at one point she uh, does a she shapeshifts into an owl bear. Yes, yes. And right? they call it out specifically. Yeah, they're like that's an owl bear. People are like, mm. technically according to the rules, um, the uh, owl bear is a, a monstrosity. It's not actually an animal. So technically, druids aren't able to shapeshift into an owl bear. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was just like, guys, fuck yourselves. Just fuck yourselves. Take three fingers, shove them right up your ass, like, and spread them. Because that's just, get over yourself. Let me me ask this. Like, is, do you think that that was, let's play devil's advocate for just a second. Was that an unnecessary oversight by the filmmakers? Like, should, if they were trying to pay uh, uh, homage to to Dungeons and Dragons and that, that lore and that culture, uh, 
Is that something that they should have gotten right? Is that a small detail that they should have gotten? That's some nitpicky shit because, listen, yeah. D&D's full of nitpicky shit. That's people argue over nitpicky shit all the time. Because here's what I think also the universal truth is. I saw most of the people say, hey, listen, yeah, as a druid, you can't shapeshift into an owl. But if I was the DM, I'd let you fucking do it because it's cool. Like, I love it. Okay, so that's, yeah. It's a bunch of horse shit. I was like, guys, are we really going to take D&D 5th edition rules and apply it to a fucking movie? Like, get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Be like, technically you can't do that. It's like, eat shit. Like, fuck you. <laughs> just don't even I worry about it. Yeah. I they did it because it's cool, right? Yeah. And they think it's going to give people a boner to see an owlbear. Owlbears are pretty amazing creatures in that game. And it's just like, relax. Yeah. Relax. Like... He's is are, is your worry that what was the one that you were super excited about and just it biffed at the bottom? Was it Warhammer? Oh, Warcraft. Warcraft. That's what it was. Yeah. Are you afraid that this is going to follow the same suit? Listen, they've made Dungeons and Dragons movies before, and they've just been ass. So yeah. um, this seems like it'll be a lot of fun if you like Dungeons and Dragons. There'll probably be like a lot of inside jokes. It seems like they put a lot of that shit in the trailer. Um, for example, like. Uh, there's there's a fake treasure chest in there. It's called a mimic that tries to eat, you know, attack somebody. That's a huge thing in that universe. Okay. Um, you know, I think people will be pretty excited just to see. I mean, you've got your barbarian, you've got your paladin, you've got your rogue, you've got your druid. Like you've you've got all these, you know, classes that people they can play. Notes. You know, you yeah. see magic being used. There's a dragon. You know, right. like there's all sorts of stuff. Plus, it's also it's it's not necessarily like your super heroic characters. It's a bunch of thieves, you know, who are stealing shit. Like we're trying to make yeah. things right. Like it's a it's a classic thing with that. And honestly, am I super excited for it? No, but I'll totally check it out when it comes out on streaming. I'll be like, eh, why not? You know, I'll I'll, I'll watch it. You know, will you rent it? No, I won't rent it. No, <laughs> you'll wait. I'll wait. Okay. I'll wait and I'll watch just it. Sure. So, but, but back to Marvel. Yeah, so, so back I'll, tomorrow. Uh, so those those are the ones that I'm. And then outside of outside of those, uh, Ironheart, just because I love the the lore of you know just Iron Man and that whole that whole saga. Uh, interested to see what they do with the next Avengers too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm, yeah, like how do you bring all of it together? And who the fuck are our Avengers going to be at this point? Well, I mean, also you're going to because there's so much like being explored in the next three years. Like there's yeah. three four years. That it'll be real fun to see, like what? Because again, so much introduction in this phase. You've you've had you Spider Man, No Way Home. You've had Thor, um, you know Ragnarok, not Ragnarok. Jesus, you've had Doctor Strange. You've had, um, you know, then the series. You know, <clears throat> yeah, uh, WandaVision, uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier, Loki, Hawkeye, Miss Marvel. Um, I think I've forgotten one, um, but I mean, there's been so much just exploring. You know, in a lot of ways, that it's feeling kind of exhausting. Like there, there hasn't really been. There's only been a handful of things that I've been pumped for. Yeah. The other ones have almost kind of felt like homework. They've kind of felt like I got to sit down and watch this, and they've been fine. Yeah. I, I don't think there's anything that I've been like, man, fuck that shit. I mean, I've been disappointed in a couple of things. Um, I really wanted to like Miss Marvel, but it just the the story was a real mess for me, and I couldn't. I was like, I mean, I love the acting, and it, I was like, I appreciated the style of it and the tone; it was great. Um, but I was just, it just seemed like a real mess. And then a little disappointed in Thor: Love and Thunder, a little disappointed in Doctor Strange. 
Um, so Knight. Moon Knight started out great, and I feel like it ended oh. weak. Um, yeah, it was kind of that was the one I was forgetting because I found it a little bit forget forgettable. But Oscar Isaac was great. Like just there's just some things where I'm I, I'm just I don't know. I feel like we're missing the mark because also if you think about this, I mean. A, a full three-minute trailer came out for the new Amazon Prime Lord of the Rings show, and okay. I gotta say, looks like they spent twenty-five million an episode. I'll give them that much. That yeah. shit looks good. Okay. Looks real good. And when you pair that up against She-Hulk: Attorney at Law, or again, I I, I don't want to dump on some of this stuff, but because I'm not expecting them to spend. I mean, I don't know what I'm expecting them to spend, but I mean, I don't necessarily expect them to spend $300 million on a six-episode show. Like, you no, know, that's that's uh, that's and absurd. Nor should they. Like, you know my feelings on that, the ballooning yeah. cost of production. I yeah. absolutely don't think they should either. But when you've got, I don't know, I just, it. There are some there are some special effects that you can overlook, and there are some special effects that are just egregiously horrendous. Yeah. And you're like, my God, a college student could have. I think once the She-Hulk Attorney at Law, the first trailer came out, and there was someone, uh, you know, Twitter was ablaze, and there was a few people who were just like, uh, you know, uh, hi, gra uh, graphic artist here, or, uh, you know, SFX artist here. Uh, and they're just like, Disney, we're begging you, give us time to do our jobs. Don't rush these projects out because this is what you get. Yeah. So they were like they were there were VFX artists calling out just like this is an example of a studio who rushed the people working on the show to get the show out to meet a certain deadline. And this is the kind of garbage you get. And yeah, there are some really. And again, I the show might be good. I, I'm not going to shit on the content of the show. What I'm saying is that the look of the show, the aesthetic Ah oh, man, I don't know. I just I don't have a good feeling going into it. We'll say that. Yeah, it's funny because I thought it was interesting that James Gunn didn't release the Guardians three trailer to the to the internet. He only showed it at um, the Comic Con because he said the the visual effects weren't ready for repeat watching. I think is what his quote was. So he's like, yeah. Sense. We gotta wait, you know. So, and I also just literally read an article before we hopped on here that said that a lot of the visual effects people for Marvel are just getting burnt out. They're working, yes, just like sixty-four hour weeks, just insane amount of time, just like you know, well, just you, getting worked to the bone to get this stuff I out. About this is that you know, prior to Disney Plus in Phase One, Two, and Three, you got three movies a year, and you were thrilled. You were so fucking excited. You were salivating. And then Disney Plus came out. Now you get three movies a year plus maybe three to four, five ser streaming series. And you've got hours upon you got double digit hours of watch of watch time, which equates to hundreds, thousands of hours of production time. Yeah. And that's like you can only hire so many people, you know? Yeah. Um, so, again, there's a couple like for me i'm looking forward to the ant-man and the uh ant-man and wasp quantum mania i'm i'm okay. very i'm very much looking forward to that because i'll be curious to see how that works in with kang the conqueror mm -hmm. um uh i same thing with 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 the other two that you said blade i'm interested in i'm very interested in daredevil i fucking love daredevil man i love charlie cox as daredevil i got so giddy when he showed up in you know spider-man no way home i was like nice now we're right. talking i'll be curious about captain america new world well, order daredevils is supposed to be joining she-hulk as well in her series oh really i didn't know that yeah. okay nice 
Thunderbolts, no idea what that is. So yeah, I don't know what Thunderbolts was. I, I was hoping that you might have some intel on that. There's too much stuff. This is the thing that sucks right now is I have to research so much nowadays, like of, of what's what, because I'm like, ah, oh, I don't know. And because it, it's one thing, like when I watched a movie and then there was an end credit sequence, I'm like, all right, great. Now I got to read up on this. And nowadays it's just every day there's something new. And I'm like, I don't know, man, I'll get there when I get there, you know? <laughs> So, real quick, Thunderbolts are a fictional anti-hero team. Mm-hmm. The team consists mostly of reformed supervillains. So, this is their answer to the Suicide Squad. I think it's going to be um, like um, in Captain America and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's going to be the guy who was originally Captain America. It's probably going to be on the Thunderbolts. You think so? Mm-hmm. I think that's what he... Because at the end of that show, he's getting recruited for something. The old, uh... Oh, 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 or maybe it's maybe it was something else. I don't know. Regardless, I don't know. Who yeah. knows? Whatever. Who gives a shit? I'm not going to make. I don't know enough. I'm, I'm dipping into waters that I don't know. So what? Why? Why would I bother? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be curious to see some of the stuff. I don't know if I'm going to be like super pumped. Uh, we'll kind of see as we go along here how things go. But you know, um, I said it before. I'll say it again. We got three phases of awesome content. As far as I'm consider, considered, we're, we're good to go. After after this, is it is what it is. If it tanks completely and fails, I'll I'll still be happy that we had the Infinity Saga. Solid, solid films. Solid yeah. eleven years. It was fantastic. I'll never be mad at it. Um, you know this stuff. They're trying. I understand. Like we had a big, uh, a big. You know. <laughs> Good quote a line from Frozen. Big summer blowout. Um, we had a big, <laughs> we had a big finish with with Endgame, and it's hard to then pivot and be like, all right, check out all these other characters. Then I'm like, I just right. don't care about them right now because I'm I'm in love with all these other ones and all these other cool stuff. So it's it's just sort of like setting the stage. You got to lay the groundwork, and I think they're taking a similar approach. They're taking it slow, which I think is smart, but it's also the quantity. Right. is way higher so it's a lot more to sort of sift through and some of these characters I just like listen Echo was cool and Hawkeye I'm not looking forward to a show all about Echo you know right. and I th- you know I think we both talked about like Agatha from right. you know WandaVision very cool a whole her entire show I don't know listen I'll watch them and I will yeah. judge them after the fact but leading up to it I'm like eh you know I, like yeah like we said off off mic I Catherine Hahn is uh incredible absolutely adore her as an actor uh and the character was really fucking cool i just don't know what we're gonna do i don't know where the story and it's not our job to figure that out obviously the writers figured it out but i have a hard time figuring out like where's that story where are we gonna is what's this gonna do for us you know what i mean yeah a lot of these feel like and i'm sure again they've figured they've thought it out they've connected all these dots and they're going to take us through the journey but a lot of these almost feel like oh people like this character we're going to throw them into a show and we'll we'll loosely make a connection whereas initially it felt like we have x number of moves to make how do we make those moves strategically yeah and now it's just like we just we're just throwing darts until we hit a bullseye you know it's it's what it feels like i'm not saying they're doing that but it it has felt like a slog you know yeah and it worries me because you know (laughs) And it sucks to admit this, but I, you know, it it feels like I'm hitting a critical mass point mm-hmm. in my in my fandom where I'm just like, oh man, I don't know. Like you had mentioned, it feels like homework. Some of these yeah. series, and I'm 
I don't want to get left in the dust because I like Marvel so much, but man, I just it's 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 getting to be a lot, man. There hasn't really been a lot that I would like strongly recommend to folks and go out of my way to be like, dude, you gotta check this out. Yeah. Like, um I, I I stand by I think Loki is phenomenal. Totally worth a watch. I I personally think Captain our uh, Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier is great. WandaVision is good. WandaVision was really good. Actually. Really good. You know, movie wise, Spider Man No Way Home, absolutely go see it. But other than that, everything else, I'm like, mm, yeah, mm, it's it's okay. But but here's the same thing too. Might be that if you don't see this stuff, you don't fucking get the next movie that comes out because right. you know, if you hadn't seen WandaVision, Doctor Strange is gonna be a little confusing made no sense yeah i don't know yeah i mean there's gonna be giant components where you're like wait a minute <laughs> right huh well, and that's, that's the thing i mean marvel has to know they're not dummies like they've got to know that they're they're hitting a, a point they're hitting a phase where they are going to potentially be alienating a lot of their audience and i know their business model is probably cool get on disney plus then join mm. us you know join us for this ride that's only going to work for so many people. There is a, a good amount of people who are probably just going to say, you know what? I'm cashing out my chips. Yeah. It's been fun. I can't, I can't follow this anymore. You yeah. Because like you said, not you, you were saying off mic, the casual viewer, viewer, you and I are, are insane. We're bonkers. Like there's, there's no sane person should be following this as closely as we are. Yeah. And we are mild compared to a lot of people, but the average viewer is not going to put the time in to like you, you just said, I got to research who the Thunderbolts are and we both will. And there's the average person won't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I said, I'll still watch him and we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, yeah. JF body plant. Welcome back, pal. He says, I agree with this Marvel topic. This must all be a big setup or I hope so. Yeah. I'm with you. Like, yeah. I mean, I could see the, the the formula here, like lay the groundwork and then we'll we'll weave it all in. You know, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to see like what they do with that. But it's just it seems like a lot to do. I think you you hit the nail on the head when you said how many characters they're introducing, because we 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 got I mean, at the end of the day, when Infinity War happened, there was a lot of characters on screen and God bless the Roosters for figuring out how to how to juggle that. But it feels like what we got in 11 years, they just gave us in a year and a half. Yeah. Like that many characters. Like, if you think about it, how Think of the Canes, right? Yeah, it's it was, just like, we're getting like... Iron Man, which led to Nick Fury at the end of that one, right? And then you get yeah. Incredible Hulk, which also ties in Iron Man, which I remember was a huge moment because like, oh shit, he was in that other movie and now he's here in the end credit sequence. And then uh, you get, what was it? Iron Man 2, I think, came out yeah. next. And then, which we got to see Black Widow. Yeah. Uh, and then Thor came out. And then Cap. And then Cap. And then Avengers 1. Right. And then I lose track after that. Like, what else? Yeah. Everything else comes out. But Iron like, Man 3 and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But yeah, then like, yeah, Iron Man 3 comes. And then, like, you're slowly integrating these things in. And we're compiling them. And we're, we're meeting new people. The end credit sequences were like, whoa, who's this going to be? Or what's that? And then, you know, you get Guardians of the Galaxy, which was a, which I, to this day I think was one of the riskier ones because it's a whole bunch of new characters we don't even know. And right. fortunately, we fell in love with all of them. And, so on and so forth, whereas now, especially because this is this is a big time commitment for all of this. Yeah. It's a big yeah. time commitment to be like, I'm going to watch six hours of Miss Marvel. 
I'm going to watch six hours of Hawkeye. I'm going like it's it's a right. tough it's a tough swing to to be like cool take you know they build up some brand loyalty and some trust, but still it's like ugh, you know. And just think about in <clears throat> just in the course of <clears throat> like I said like a year year and a half in in these series like Miss Marvel, we got potentially three new characters out of that. <clears throat> we got Miss Marvel. We got uh, the son who gets the powers. And then we have her brainy sidekick, right? Then we got Moon Knight, and I can't remember uh, the female counterpart, but they mm-hmm. both now have powers. Plus, Ethan Hawke's character could come back. So now we're up to six with just two series. Mm-hmm. We got Echo from Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. We got... Uh, Not to mention you got Kate, the new Kate Hawkeye. Was, yeah, yeah, right? Go. We got, and from Dr. Strange, we got uh, America, I think her name was. Yeah. The, the portal jump. America. Um, and then... And I know I'm forgetting someone, but like I mean, again, Loki, like, you 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 basically introduced you know Kang, and plus the multiverse was in full swing with that yeah. as well. So um, we're, we're I mean ten plus characters in in three shows, and that's that's it's mind numbing, you know. It's very, a lot. Very tough to yeah. So <clears throat> I I mean everyone we're we'll have to wait and see, you know. We'll we uh, we'll we'll see what they do. It also could be that, you know, Infinity War, because think about it. We're 14 years out from where, you know, ish from where we started. So we might have, I'm not saying we've aged out of it, but that might be our generation's Marvel. And they're teeing it up just the way that Miss Marvel and like the, the production style of some of these shows does seem to be geared toward a different generation, a different audience. So. I'm wondering if that's what they're doing is they're kind of resetting for the next generation takes 10 to 15 years. And then, you know, onto the net. Well, actually this one's not going to take, this one's going to take what, four years. Yeah. To get through two, three and four, four, five and six. Which you got, I mean, almost half the time, you know, Yeah. (laughs) just, I'll say this Marvel, if you're listening, which Kevin Feige listens to this every week, uh, he's a secret Patreon. Um, Mm -hmm. Don't DC this up. That's all yeah. I'll say. Oh, I forgot about what if part two. Yeah, right. Because mm. that and that's just like non-canon. What was on the list that we put fun on? stuff. Uh, yeah, non-canon, but they 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 folded that into canon in Doctor Strange. No, not really. You telling me the zombie Strange wasn't part of, and then you got Captain Carter. Yeah, that's. I mean they that that element. Yeah, that element they is folded. true. Yeah. Yeah. There were some elements. It wasn't yeah. like full on, but they folded a few things in. Yeah. Uh, the zombie one wasn't, though. That was just, you know, that was just mm. a thing. That wasn't. No, yeah. no. I I respectfully disagree. That's cool. It's okay to be wrong. Um, speaking of Disney's business model, uh, there was a hilarious article uh, <laughs> uh, on the direct that said Disney Plus blasted nice by parents group. <laughs> Tell me about it, Doug. Disney Plus blasted by a whole group of parents yeah, over R-rated Marvel movies. Mm. Yeah, so uh, (laughs) it's 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 essentially since Deadpool one and two, Logan, uh, and you can also lump in. The Daredevil series, Luke Cage, uh, Jessica Jones. We don't talk about the other other one. one. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently, the Parents Television and Media Council 
Uh, I bet they're super fun to get together with. Called out Disney in a scathing chastisement. The statement quotes President Tim Winter, who recalls Disney's 2019 promise not to add R-rated movies to its streaming platform and says the company has decided to flush it all down the toilet with their decision to add these R-rated films and then uh, rejecting the efficacy of Disney Plus's parental controls, Winter asserts that the mere presence of R-rated and TVMA-rated content violates the trust and the sensibilities of families, and also claimed that business schools will point back to this abrupt corporate U-turn when discussing the downfall of the company. I love when these alarmists get a platform and they're like, the business... History will look back on this moment as the downfall of the Disney Corporation. I love people. It's getting to the point now where people are like, man, you want to be on the right side of history. It's like, that's getting overused. Stop right. saying that. Please stop You're, saying that. You are very much diluting the, the what that message is supposed to be used for. I love it. Here's, yeah, I, here's a continuation yeah. of the quote. One yeah, day yeah. in the not too distant future, business schools will point back to this abrupt corporate U-turn as they analyze what happened to the once great Walt Disney Company. Sir... That day has already come and gone as to what the potential downfall will be, by the way. And in the yeah. meantime, families will continue to be woefully underserved by Hollywood. Sir, did you know there's a Sing 2 out right now available on Netflix? Did you, did you see the Minions movie, sir? Yeah. Sir, did you know Bluey's available on Disney Plus, sir? Sir? How about the... Woefully underserved. Get the fuck oh, out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Eat shit. Up until shit. this point... This entire platform was geared to serving the youth. So don't tell me it's woefully underserved by Hollywood. Get the fuck out of here. And it's I, more served now by Hollywood than it ever has been. And there I also... More, more content pumping into that. It's also like, hey, man, uh, Disney can't tell the future either, man. They didn't have any idea they're going to be able to buy Fox and no. get these properties back. And what are they supposed to do when they buy it? Not have them anywhere available? Like, yeah. that's crazy. Everyone has one to two uncles that are loose-lipped or idiots. Bad things are out there. It's up to the parents to watch their damn kids. Just like not leaving your kids at that with that uncle. Yes. Thank you, Thank potty you. plant. I agree, man. Like this, this, I actually talked about this with Jill on our walk today about how I brought it up. Just because I'm so sick of the what am I supposed to tell my kids? Like, right. It's fucking TV, man. It's TV. Right. It's not that difficult, all right? It's it's not that hard to be like, hey, don't watch that. Or, I don't know, use the parental controls. When yeah. I told Natalie said she wanted to pull up The Amazing Spider-Man on Netflix, she was on her profile. Guess what? She couldn't find the movie because it didn't reach those things. I just assigned in as our portfolio in order, in order to pull up that movie. It's the same thing here. Whenever they brought Daredevil on there, all of a sudden it's like, hey, just so you know, how do you want to set up this account? They made everyone choose. Do you want they to be able to see mature? Choose. Yeah. Right. Do you want to be able to see mature content? And I'm like, from a purely business standpoint, it's like someone bought something and now they're not allowed to capitalize on it. It's like, fuck you. Like, right. eat shit. And yeah. it's okay. So they put it on there and they also put it behind a parental check wall. Who cares? Yeah, like guess what? It works. Yeah. They set they set this up to help you parent. And also, now, you know what? I can't wait till Natalie can watch Deadpool. Yes. Like I can't wait. Like that's gonna be yes. so much fun. And I don't worry about her turning on Logan because right. she'll turn it on and get bored instantly. Like she will have zero interest in that film. She will not right. like it. 
She at does all. not want to watch a character study. No. Set in a superhero background. She does not want to see a Western tragedy. You know, like, she does not want to see that play out. And, you know, the Deadpools are fun and silly, but she won't understand any of it. Like, it's it's not. So I just, oh my God, I get so mad at at these folks that are just like, I can't believe that blah, blah, blah. I'm like, fuck you. I was like, you know what? Go have a conversation with your kids about school shootings. All right. Have that yeah. conversation, all right? See, see if that's fun, okay? Yeah. Like I asked that to Jill. I go, "What's the what's is there a conversation you're not looking forward to having with Natalie?" She goes, "Really, it's school shooting stuff because sure. Natalie's going to go to public school and they're probably going to do a, an active shooter drill, and it's either we tell her now and she might be scared to go to school, or right. we wait and she comes back. She's like, "Yo, what the fuck, guys? I had hey, to guys, do this can we thing." Heart to heart. Why didn't you tell me about this? I had to do this thing. Like at school where we were hiding from someone with a gun. What's that all about? I was like, yeah, that'll, that'll kind of suck. Because um, yeah. you, you've got to understand that you want to ha- you want these kids to hang on to their innocence. Absolutely. But you have to infuse real life in, in in doses so that they understand. And, you know, we talked about this off mic earlier. But, like, Natalie has to understand that the world doesn't give a shit about her. Yeah. That Natalie, I'm not going to tell her this, but she's not the hero <laughs> of the story. None of us are. We're not, right. none of us are the hero, but at the same time, I need her to be a good human. So right. I need her to understand that the world is brutal and that bit by bit we'll feed in pieces. And I love using content to help with that. You know, when she sees things like even venom, right. Can be a tale of, Hey, mm-hmm. why don't we bite people's faces? Why don't we bite people's heads off? You know, <laughs> why don't we do that? You know, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just, I'm so, when I see this stuff, it just sets me off, man. I get so oh. fucking pissed. Like I, I've always pissed, but I was like, maybe I'll change my tune when I'm a parent. Nope. Still don't give a shit. Like, fuck well, you. Because you're fucking logical. That's why. Because you understand. <laughs> it's these, it's, and you know what it is? It has nothing to do with, uh, it, it's, it's the parents who are prudes, you know, and yeah. it's the parents who are who are uptight and I don't want to, and you know what? I'm not even going to go there. It's not even worth, it's not even worth opening up that can of worm. Yeah. Uh, he says, yeah, Tony Stark is. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Tint agreed. Uh, no, it's just, it's, yeah, it's the parents who uh, you, you need to parent. I say this and I'm not even a parent, but fuck you. You need to parent better. Actually be active in what your kids are watching. Yeah. And also explain to them, hey, this show isn't for you, and here's why. Right. Because I can tell you right now, I would love to watch Daredevil with Natalie. She wouldn't like it. (laughs) Right. She wouldn't enjoy it at all. When I was 13, and here's the thing. You can't stop. When I was 13, my my friend had a birthday party, and he wanted to go see Con Air, and his parents didn't care. And so they, I went and they took us. My mom would have never let me see Con Air at 13. And rightfully so. It's it's violent and it's Christy Buscemi's creepy as shit. Yeah. You know, and, and there's, it's not a, it's not a movie for, is it the worst movie? No, it's definitely not a movie for a 13 year old. Yeah. You know, and, uh, but guess what? I saw it. Shit happens. Yeah. And did I turn out to be, you know, uh, a convict or a, 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 you know, a Cameron Poe? No, I'm fine. You know, I'm relatively well adjusted. That's not what fucked me up. Many other things did, but yeah. not Con Air. Yeah, so I guess what? My brother used to go stay at a friend's house, and they would watch Terminator, Alien, Aliens, like 
all the all those fucking action movies from the 90s and the 80s my brother would come back and recite them to me like dude this happened it was i was like whatever you know i don't it is what it is man like everyone can at a certain time will be able to process those movies and things like that and and, you know you're especially when you hit your teens you're going to be so curious to watch that shit and again if natalie's 12 and i think she's ready for it i'll be like do you want to watch deadpool let's have some fun like i'm totally cool with that like i don't give a shit like yeah if she can handle it and she thinks she's ready for it, I'm like, yeah, watch it with your dad. Like, I don't give a fuck. Let's have fun. Right. Let's watch Ryan Reynolds and, you know, get pegged by his girlfriend, you know, on Valentine's Day or whatever it was, you know, like, it'll right. be great. <laughs> because, yeah, because you uh, have an open communication and you trust your daughter. Yeah, of course That's I do. Why, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's these people <clears throat> who feel this way, they're just not being practical about things. They're not being practical. And it bugs me because you, my friend, are so practical. I am. You got the questions, we got the answers. All you do is ask. Practical, 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 ask practical Doug. Ooh, I feel like it's been a while since we did an ask practical Doug. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Uh, so if this is your first time here for an Ask Practical Doug, uh, there is a small Doug that lives inside Large Doug, and that is known as Practical Doug. And Practical Doug guides Big Doug on most of life's adventures and has kept him out of trouble on many occasions. And uh, we've got an interesting Ask Practical Doug. So real quick, before we go into this, <clears throat> if you want to ask Practical Doug a question and you want it answered in a very practical way, uh, you can either join us live on the stream you can ask it in the stream here you can join our discord and ask there's a whole channel devoted to ask practical doug or on social media you can hashtag ask practical doug and you know at us as well and you know let us know and uh, you can get your question answered your burning question for the record i had someone in the discord ask a practical doug question about uh bath bombs and by golly i helped answer it so thank you zinni and who knows that might get Hold and put on here. You don't know. You, you never know. know anything can happen. So today, we have a a, a little bit of a, a non traditional as practical Doug. We found this website called Neil Fun, and we've talked in the past. We did a whole show on paradoxes, and we talked about the trolley problem. Right? It's an ethical problem where uh, basically you've got a track, a, a, tra- a trolley track, splits into two. And on one side of the track, there is like five people. And on one side, there's one person. And you're standing at the switch. And the idea is, do you switch, uh, flip the switch and kill one person, five people? It's, and it, there's different variations. And it, all, it, talk, it's, it basically goes back to the utilitarian, the greater good kind of concept of, uh, of ethics. So this is 28 different iterations of that. And uh, we thought it'd be fun to do a, uh, a, a lightning round, if you will. And, uh, oh, hold on. We thought it would I'm be I'm so excited for this. So here's some backstory. Justin sent this to me. To a lightning round. Nice. Well done. Justin sent this to me, and I went through, like, the first six, and then I stopped. I was like, we have to save this for Aspractal Doug. Like, this yeah. is Absolutely. so good. Like, this is this is so good. So... So what we're going to do is Doug's going to put this on the screen for uh, for anyone watching the stream, and I'm going to pose the questions to Doug, and he's going to answer them. So if you're watching the stream, you get to see what we're seeing. There's little animations and everything. 
which is quite fun. So here we go. Practical Doug, the absurd trolley problems, level one. This is the original. It says, oh no, the trolley is headed towards five people. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, killing one person instead. What do you do? do you got to pull, pull the, the lever. lever. You got to pull the lever. You got to kill the one All person, right. save the most. Splat. 77% of people agree with you. How about that? Next. All right. Level two, four people. Oh no, a trolley is headed towards five people. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, killing four people instead. What do you do? Still got to go the lesser of evils. You got to pull the lever, kill four people. Saving that one extra on the original track. All right, cool. Only 66% agree with you there. So life savings, Doug. Now here's, here's where it gets interesting. Oh no, a trolley is headed towards five people. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, but then your life savings will be destroyed. Doug, what do you do? I don't think I'd be able to live with myself knowing I would have my money, my life savings, and five people would be dead. So I am going to uh, pull the lever for my life You're savings. Pulling the lever? Mm -hmm. All right. You're killing that life savings. Boom. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to live with myself. 69% agree. Level four, you. You. A trolley is heading towards five people. Now you can pull the lever to divert it to the other track but you're tied to it. So you would sacrifice yourself instead. So what do you do? You sacrifice yourself or do you let five people? Without context, I would st I would like to think that I would sacrifice myself. So I'm going to pull the lever because again, it's, it's, you are. it's okay. math. You're a good person, Doug. It's math. Yeah, most, most of the people <laughs> didn't agree with that one. <laughs> Level five, priceless painting. Oh no, this is an easy one. A trolley's headed towards five people. You can pull the lever over to the other track, but on the other track is the original copy of the Mona Lisa, and it will be destroyed. What do you do? Ah, Mona Lisa, get fucked. That's right. That's an easy one. 84% uh, of people agree. Number six, <laughs> bribes. A trolley is heading toward a rich man. The rich man offers you $500,000 to pull the lever, which would divert the trolley and kill someone else. So what do you do? So you've got one person on each track on one of the tracks is a rich person offering you $500,000 to kill the other guy. So this this is basically comes down to logic versus emotion. Yep. Because logic says you're killing one person no matter what. And one person can offer you something for it. So you should take that. The emotion is fuck that guy. Just because exactly. that guy has money doesn't mean that his life is worth more than the other person. Unfortunately, without context, again, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to pull the lever because I'm gonna come out practical. Doug's like you come out the other end. Again, I don't know these people or anything like that, so I'm gonna pull the lever, and I'm gonna take the money. Forty percent of forty percent of people agree with you, man. I know. I agree. You're in the minority there. Level I agree. Seven uh, levels of sentience. So a trolley is heading toward five lobsters. You can pull it and divert it to the other track, but you're gonna kill a cat instead. So do you kill five lobsters or one cat, Doug? Here's the thing. The lobsters are probably worth more than the cat because you could sell them to a restaurant. <laughs> but uh, Tint says, fuck the rich. I'm with you, Tint. I hear that. I hear yes, that. I agree. But this is so easy to do because it's, they're fucking lobsters. You know? Right. Like it, it's, it's like, oh, what do you save? Do you save um, the crab or the dolphin? You know, it's like you're going to save the dolphin. So, uh, you know, sorry, crabs or lobsters. Adios, splat. You're, so you're doing nothing? Doing nothing. You're letting it go by. 
All right. 86% agree with you, Dougie. Yeah. I probably wouldn't be able to get. Anyway. <laughs> uh, sleeping. Oh, no. A trolley's heading towards five people who are sleeping, and they won't feel pain. Now, you can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, but someone is there, and they are wide awake. So do you kill five sleeping people who will never know, or do you kill one person who's wide awake? I kind of have to go with the idea that because they won't know, then it it runs counter to like the numbers, right? The math on uh-huh. it. Yeah. But the fact that they're sleeping and they won't know and they won't suffer, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta run them over. Somebody right, do nothing. So and the minority on that one. Yep, thirty six percent of people. Level nine. Personal choices. A trolley's heading towards five people who tied themselves to the track. Now you can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, killing one person who accidentally tripped onto the track instead and apparently accidentally tied themselves up with a rope too. Yeah, so, so this one's this one's five easy. People who are willing to die. Yeah. I'm, I'm do, so nothing. do nothing. Do nothing. Kill the people who are willing to die. That's their choice. There you go. Eighty seven percent of people agree with you on that one. Number ten, mercy. Oh no, a trolley's heading towards five people. The lever just speeds up the trolley, which might make it less painful. So which one do you do? <laughs> I, this is, I haven't gotten this far before, so this is all brand new. Oh, this is new to you. Oh, great. I Mercy it. might make it less painful. I guess I'm going to pull the lever and kill one person? No, no, no. No, no. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. speeds the trolley up. So that one person's living regardless. Do you pull the lever and kill the five quicker, which may make it less painful, but it's not guaranteed? Or do you do nothing and let the trolley take care of itself and you're not a part of it at all? I'm going to pull the lever. You are? Okay. I got, I got, I got to take that uh, I got to take that chance that it kills them faster. Yeah. You want you want to maybe help if you can. I love it. 11, Potty Plant goes, might? <laughs> exactly. I got to take Number the chance. 11, minor inconvenience. So a trolley is heading towards one guy. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, but then your Amazon package will be late. What do you do? I'm going to pull that lever. I don't need my Amazon so you're package. Gonna get, man, you paid for next day shipping, Doug. Man, how to be the... 87% of people. How'd you like to be the 13%? They're like, I need my package now. I'm willing to let someone right? die for it. Fucking, It's either sociopaths or 13-year-olds who are just like, I'm going to click no. Fuck All right, this number 12, one. Oh, no, a trolley is heading towards your best friend. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, killing five strangers instead. What do you do? You kill your bestie or you kill five people? Uh, Prattial Doug says, unfortunately, I got to let my best friend die. Like, it's it's math. I know I've been inconsistent with that, but I'm going to do nothing. It, wow, so, I'm in the minority on that one. Yeah, I was going to say, man, that, that's a tough one. I don't know which way I would go on that one. I feel like I would have to go. If it was one to one, that's an easier one. But it's like, man, five people can live. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it sucks. You would hope that the best friend would go, hey, man, I get it. Yeah. Like, I know practical Doug. <laughs> oh, wow. The tent All says right, so letting a friend die would haunt me. Yeah, I'm just it's basically going to haunt me now. Yeah. Level 13, you can't see. So a trolley is heading towards five people. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, killing one person instead. At least that's what you think is happening. You forgot your classes, glasses and you can't see well. So what do you do? do I guess you pull it and divert, but you're not sure. I feel like you got to do your best instincts. And if your instincts are telling you to divert, then you got to rely on them, right? Because if you can't see, I'm going to pull it. 50-50. Ah! I mean, right that's a 50-50 question, really. That's actually very true. So I hope people continue to vote as such. 
Number 14, cousins, kissing cousins, in fact. A trolley is heading towards one of your first cousins. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, killing three of your second cousins instead. What do you do? I don't have cousins, so this is a math one. So first cousin, do nothing. Do nothing. Bye. 71% of people agree with you on that one. All right, number 15, age. A trolley is heading towards five elderly people. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, but you're going to kill a baby instead. Sorry, old people. You had your time. It's over. Adios. That's where I was on that as well. Save the baby. 76% of people. I would like to think that those old people would also be like, yeah, we don't want to be here anymore. Except that one old person at the end is like, no, let me live. No. Number 16, clones. A trolley is barreling toward five identical clones of you. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, sacrificing yourself instead. What do you do? Uh... Body Plant says that first cousin's a douche. Why is his hat backwards? <laughs> so anyone watching the stream, you're getting a little... Uh, yeah, Clones a little aren't accurate. people. Easy. Yeah? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I- I feel like this one, I thought this one would be easier for you. Yeah, I guess you got to do the clones because you can always make a clone of yourself. You can always make more, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But but the clones are also real. So you're still killing other people. But I guess it's you versus them. I mean, I don't know. Oh, well, here we go. Here we go. Oh, so I, I'm going to kill the clones. Okay, cool. So you got 85% of people agree with you. Well done. Okay, number 17, mystery box. A trolley is heading towards a mystery box with a 50% chance of containing two people. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, hitting a mystery box with a 10% chance of 10 people instead. What do you do? Now, this one, this is for a mind far greater than mine. Wait, so... I I feel like those numbers work out evenly well here's the thing i don't understand the question because it's like if you pull the lever to divert it hitting a mystery box with a 10 percent chance of hitting 10 people is it still 10 percent chance of 10 and 90 percent chance of one person so there's a 10 percent. i think there's a 10 percent chance that there's 10 people and a 90 percent chance that there's no people oh okay gotcha gotcha and gotcha. a 50 percent chance that there's two people so it's a better a better chance that someone's in that two people are in that box, but you're killing less if 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 they are in the box. Yeah. So tint, thank you. That's what I assume. Tint says each option has the same average people killed. Gotcha. But do you take a fifty percent chance or a ten percent chance? But it's more people. Listen, I've played XCOM. I know fifty percent <clears throat> chance is basically you know a chance that's not going to hit. So I'm going with do nothing. All right, 50% is a guarantee. Splat, 46% of people agree with you on that one. Here we go, 18, I am a robot. Oh no, a trolley's heading towards five sentient robots. You can pull the lever to divert the uh, to the other track, but you're going to kill one human instead. Oh man, here we go, racism. <laughs> robots, racism. Can, ro- robots can fix themselves, so I'm going to do nothing. And uh... Love it. <laughs> 83% of people fully agree with that yeah uh i i do think it's interesting ah. the, um, yep uh i do think it's interesting that uh we were just talking about ai not too long ago and uh and that comes up but anyway yeah. a trolley is heading towards three empty trolleys worth nine hundred thousand dollars you can pull the lever to divert it to the other track hitting one empty trolley for three hundred thousand dollars instead what do you do i don't fully understand why 
pulling the lever. Like this is, yeah, I don't understand why this is a. What what twenty percent people would be like? Nah, hit the three worth nine hundred thousand dollars. Like, why would they want to do that? I hate. I don't understand what the problem I hate is. Property. On this one, but yeah, I hate public transportation. <clears throat> All right, level twenty external costs. A trolley is releasing a hundred a uh, hundred kilograms of CO two per year, which will kill five people over thirty years. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, hitting a brick wall and decommissioning the truck. <laughs> what do you do? This is like, do you believe in climate change or not? Right? I know it's like, but is there are there people on the trolley? Yeah, right. That's the other question. I mean, assuming that there's not, then uh, I mean. Pull that lever. But here's the thing. Yeah. More trolleys will just replace this one. You know what I mean? Not with unless not unless we codify it into law, like our, our ability to fight climate change will this ever really right. make a difference, you know? And also the the production of those additional trolleys, what kind of what's that gonna pump into the Right? No? I'm gonna do nothing. <gasps> He's gonna do nothing. Yeah. Where's he at? Forty seven percent of people agree with you. Yeah. Got ten degrees. Ten degrees with you. Decommissioning a trolley would result in another one being built yeah, right. with additional carbon footprint. All right. Here we go. Twenty one. Reincarnation. You are a reincarnated being who will eventually be reincarnated as every person in this classic trolley problem. So what do you do? If you kill you, if you kill you, 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 you. I guess just the single the single you. So pull the lever. You pull know? the lever? Yeah. All right, cool. Fifty eight percent of people agree with that. There we go. Harmless prank? Oh, no. A trolley is heading towards nothing, but you kind of want to prank the trolley driver. What do you do? We got to pull a lever. I mean, I think so, right? Right. This one is 59% of people. I'm shocked at how split this one is. I know, right? All right. Uh -oh. 23. Citizens. A trolley is headed towards a good citizen. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, running over someone <laughs> who litters instead. Doug, what do you do? Listen, all else being equal, if they're equal... In every other aspect, but the other person litters, you got to kill him. You gotta, pull that lever, baby. Pull the lever. You got to do it. 74% of people agree with that. Number 24, eternity. Oh, no. Due to construction <laughs> error, a trolley is stuck in an eternal loop. If you pull the lever, the trolley will explode. But if you don't, the trolley and its passengers will go in circles for eternity. What do you do, Doug? So apparently passengers do exist on this trolley. Uh-oh. Uh, that modifies some previous answers. Uh, well, I'd say that the idea of eternity would suck. I think it's a curse, not a gift. So I would end their suffering and I would pull the lever. Pull that lever. Boom. 46% of people agree with hmm. that, Douglas. Number 25, enemy. Oh, no, a trolley is headed towards your worst enemy. You can pull the lever to divert the trolley and save them, or you can do nothing and no one will ever know. Practical Doug, what do you do? Uh, even if they're my worst enemy, I can't I can't kill them. Like, not like this. Like, that's not the yeah. way to do it. They're going to die on my terms. I was going to say. My saw-like, you know, contraptions. Not because some stupid-ass trolley. I'm going to pull the lever. I'm going to let them live. Pull and then the I'm going to hold maybe. it over them and be like, just remember, I saved your fucking life, you piece of shit. I'm going to pull the lever. I'm going to snap the lever off. And then I'm going to drive it into their throat. Yeah, I'm going to sodomize you with it. People agree with that. Number 26, lifespan. A trolley is heading towards a person and will lower their lifespan by 50 years. Now, you can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, and that's going to lower the lifespan of five people by 10 years Oof. each instead. So what do you do? Do you kill... Do you lower one person's lifespan by 50 or five people's by 10? God, why does this seem... Oh, it's just the same problem, just from a different angle. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, I'd hate to take 50 years off of one person. So I think I'm going to, you know, I'm going to um, diversify. The thing is, 50 years could be a life sentence yeah, to someone. Right. You know, so uh, I would say the vast majority of people probably have 10 years to spare. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna pull, pull the, the lever. lever. Yeah. All right, pull the lever. Let's see where we're at. 50, 65% of people agree with you on this one. Number 27, time machine. A trolley is heading towards five people. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, sending the trolley into the future to kill five people 100 years from now. So do you kill five people now or five people 100 years from now? Listen, I don't like kicking the can down the road. So I think we got to kill the people now. We've got to take <laughs> care of it now. Do nothing. Love it. Yeah. So 35% of people agree with you. Yeah, I'm not I mean, killing people in the future. People are killing people down the road. Can you imagine just being la di da di da and all of a sudden a trial? Just, <laughs> this portal just comes out. Just, oh, God. You know. What? <laughs> now, are those people attached to train tracks is what I want to know. Another good question. Number 28, free will. Oh, no, a trolley problem is playing out before you. Do you actually have a choice in this situation or has everything been predetermined since the universe began? I don't believe in fate. I have a choice. All right, I have a choice. You just killed one person, Doug, and 62% of people believe in you. Congratulations, you solved philosophy and you killed 65 people. Do I win? Am I on the leaderboard? <laughs> that was fun. There you go. <laughs> that is practical, Doug. Oh my gosh. We will be coming back to this Neil.fun for more things down the road. Yeah, that was a ton of fun. And thank you to Tint and, and Potty Plant for playing along. That was absolutely guys. a lot thank of fun. You. Thank you for your perspective on that stuff. That was excellent. Gotta do it one more time and get 69. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You're man. absolutely right. Well, that was so much fun. Uh, Justin, what do you have to recommend this week? Uh, I'm going to recommend on Netflix, it's a movie called The Gray Man. It oh. stars Ryan Gasling and Chris Evans um, and other people. And it's, uh, look, it's it's not a movie that you're going to go Oscar, totally. <laughs> but it is a movie that is, it harkens back to 90s action fun. Like it is, it's a movie that has like action on action. It's just fucking fun. It's by the Russo brothers. Nice. So we already know we like their style. Um, yeah, Chris Evans plays a wonderful lunatic, just an absolute wonderful sociopath. And Ryan Gosling is, he is a certified badass. Uh, it is such a good, and, uh, apparently it has already been greenlit for a sequel. Um, wow. and I think I heard a spinoff, which I'm not thrilled about, but it's got a sequel coming out. Um, uh, man, it's it's cool. It's just a fun. Again, it's all it is is adrenaline. So if you want just a fun action movie, I would strongly recommend The Gray Man. Also, I love the concept of so, like someone being denoted as the Gray Man. Like he's he's trained to be a ghost. Here's the thing: it's no different than the Born. It's no like you've seen this character before, but it's done in a a different way, and the action is ratcheted up far past what the Bourne movies show you. So nice. Yeah. That give it nice. a watch. Pop some popcorn and give it a watch. Doug, what do you got? Uh, randomly last night, I found this YouTube channel called Mick Maz music. It's M I C K M A Z Z music. 
And all this guy does is take popular songs. Like the, the playlist is like a whole bunch of songs I grew up loving and he turns them into eighties covers. And okay. like, for example, uh, it's cute without the E by uh, taking back Sunday as an eighties version. My friends over you by newfound glory as an eighties cover uh, lits my own worst enemy and as an eighties cover. And he does a really good job. It's really fun. Okay. And I found myself being like, well, I guess I know what I'm doing for the next 45 minutes is I'm going to listen to all these fucking songs. And I had a blast. So Mick, Maz Music, M I C K M A Z Z Music. Uh, go subscribe. The guy is just pumping this stuff out, and it's highly entertaining. And also, like the videos he does are like eighty style videos. They're yeah. very entertaining. So, highly recommend that. <sighs> Makes me feel good just thinking about it. All right, I gang. Like I was Let's- just thinking of the Mickey Mouse theme song. I'm like, could we make that? M I C M A Z Z. M-U-S-I-C. Hey, it works. Hey, how about that? Fuck your mother. Uh, Guys, check us out on all of our social media at MindGapPodcast. And also, please, YouTube.com slash MindGapPodcast. Hit the subscribe button. Let's get us to 300 subs, right? Hit the like button. Support us. Leave a comment uh, down below. Help the algorithm out. That would be delightful. And, uh, you know, if you're listening to us on the podcast, please rate. Please review. Um, it means it means a lot. Again, that engagement helps us out a ton, and we grossly, grossly appreciate it. And mm. uh, please don't forget to follow Justin online as well. On Instagram and Twitter, at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. While you're in the online realm, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, Good Pods, all the places where you can find and consume quality podcasts, you can find and consume us. And like Doug said, Share, like, subscribe, rate, review, all those things. The big one for us is sharing. Let people know we exist because we want to be validated for our existence. It means a lot to us. And then 2East8th.com and keep an eye on all of 2East8th's social medias. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you all for hanging out with us. This was a delight as always. And of course, Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. Hey, chat, thank you. Listeners, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.